There we go. We're back again. Yep. Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. In your face. Yeah, <laughs> for the second time. I know. Back again for the second time. And I have a real microphone this time. So, it's so beautiful. I love you. <laughs> it's actually very nice. It, the sound quality is way better. Last time I actually used the microphone built into this, which was uh, unfortunate. Nowhere near with this. Uh, well, we're, we're, we're reliant on Zoom anyway so like the the recording quality as zoom puts it like being in the same room all hooked up to the same computer and yeah yeah it's 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 a little little different i got a weird thingy here for this you know well filter i don't think i need that though i don't really think i need that i mean i'm not screaming into the mic anyway the baby's asleep upstairs so (laughs) there's not a lot of yelling going on um we were talking about uh predator uh there's a new game that came out Mm-hmm. For the uh, N64, I think you've been playing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's for the PS9. Next gen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, PS4 and Xbox. Or no, no. Well, they said uh, they said PS4 F-U. exclusive. Yeah, it's PS4 exclusive. So they said F you to Xbox and they said F you to PC player. <laughs> ah, that's pretty serious stuff. And, I mean, uh, we were talking about like I played it on the Commodore 64, and mine was. For those of you that are old enough to remember, uh, an audio cassette. It came yep. in a cassette, cassette mm-hmm. tape, and I could put it in a cassette thing, which I still have with my Commodore 64. And uh, if you ever put that in an, an actual stereo and hit play by accident, the sound that comes out is it's as if it's like Satan raping goats while he slaughtered them. It's, it's oh, absolutely horrific noise. Like it is the worst sound you've ever heard in your life. You know, and I remember doing that as a kid, and like you know, we'd be in the car, we had big like suitcase thing full of cassette mm-hmm. tapes, you know, like the good stuff, like Fraggle Rock, you know, you know yeah. good stuff, you know, and uh, I think one of those tapes got mixed up in there. We were on a trip and I popped that tape and it was like, Wah! I was like, ah, ah, and my dad, my stepfather was driving. He's like, he's like slapping the button, trying to eject it. He's like, ah, and the baby's like, and my little sister, oh my I'm like, ah, but that game was, uh, it was weird. Like when you, I want to say there was probably 20 screens, Top so twenty screens, the loading when you first start, you've got like you should see Dutch come down from a helicopter, yeah. And every life you have, you see those lives run. So it's like, oh look, there's Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's Dutch Schaefer, and he runs across the screen extremely slow, extremely mm-hmm. like really slow. And then you see, oh, this is another Arnold Schwarzenegger. He comes from the helicopter and he <laughs> runs across the screen. And by the third one, you're like, okay, this has been. Three minutes, we're watching our guys run across the screen here. <laughs> and it's just, it's how many lives you have. So it's showing you, you know, it's really bad. I mean, it's graphically for 1988, it was really freaking good. Like it yeah. looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, it doesn't uh, age well. well, it doesn't age well. The predator looked like a pile of poop. You know, like it would literally look like somebody took turds and layered them in the shape of like a person. <laughs> and that's what you were fighting. And like to, when you put your weapon down, it was like there was a game called Arm A that was like that, where like you put your weapon down, and your character would squat and slowly set the weapon down, and then mm-hmm. stand up straight again, and then you could go do stuff. And that's the way this yeah, game was yeah. too. Really weird, really really weird. I didn't really get far in it as a kid, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't think I saw the end screen. Apparently, the Amiga version. That's how bad things were back then. Uh, the Amiga version had no ending. Oh. Like you got to the last screen of the game and you could fight the Predator or you could just walk off the screen. And it would just... Oh my end. God. It wouldn't say game over. wouldn't say anything. It would just go blink. It would say, you know, show your total score and then you start the game over. Oh my God. That's pretty shitty. It's pretty bad programming where you're like, you know what? Beat the final boss by just walking off the game. Well, you know what it was? I mean, a lot of those, they paid so much money for the license for those games that at the end, they didn't have anything left over mm-hmm. to pay the programmers, so they just cut corners. You know, right. I mean, the, and the uh, Commodore 64 version, you at least had an end screen. You could drop the um, log on the Predator, mm-hmm. and then uh, you, that would just, you could just walk past him um, and walk off the screen, and it would just show your total score. It would say, you know, game over, Predator trademark and show you could put your initials in you know very weird um and looking back at it now games like that were very strange just that you could get away with not programming and ending 
mm-hmm. you could get away with uh i mean i don't know how many pac-man clones i played mm-hmm. you just you know i like that game I like that game battlefield i'm gonna make a game called super battlefield no <laughs> yeah i'm gonna put it out and then you just do it and you know back then like you know, the bigger companies might try to take you to court, but in general, it's like eh, it was like a free for all. Right. You know, you could you could you know get sued by the U.S. court system, and the U.S. some judge would say, "Yeah, you can't make that game anymore," and they'd be like, "We're in China." <laughs> right. Right. You know, like what are you gonna do? I mean, you can make all the judgments you want, but if you're <laughs> the guys are in a different country, it doesn't really matter. There's nothing you can do. Um. Yeah, I like that game a lot. Stifle over there. Picture fell off the wall. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> my wife's over there painting away. My poor wife. Um, <laughs> she has to listen to me do this while we, while we record. It's the joy of marriage. We're close. We share everything, even the podcasting. Um, <laughs> but now you've been playing the newer version, actually, which is, uh, yeah. I saw the trailer, and it's pretty damn badass. Now, I have to ask, you've played uh, the hidden source, yeah. right? Is it like that where you like one one of you guys is a predator and the other other members other other game players are the humans? Yes, but it takes it a, a step further. So the core game is one person gets to be predator. Yeah, uh, four people uh, that are real players get to be uh, marines that'll track down the predator. That's cool as hell. Um, that sounds really fun. They're there's also camps on each map where there's AI uh, like mercenaries or whatever that'll like they'll try to shoot the players and predator. So regardless of whoever's approaching them, they're gonna fire. So the players have to worry about all right, do we push into this camp because there's about twelve dudes in there that they'll shoot at us on site. Uh, the predators got to worry about. I don't want to lose too much health before I even get to the real guys, so they gotta be mindful of that. Um, but the the players, the core gameplay loop of, of them is they go in and you're given like objectives, like plant a bomb here, go do this here, um, you know, do all these things, return back to the helicopter, and. Uh, like through all of this, the predator is just either hunting them or just killing whoever in the world before getting to them. And uh, that's cool. So you could actually like go to a mercenary camp thinking, okay, we're going to take these guys out first because this is an area we want to be in. You get there and they're all dead already. You can right. tell he's been there. That's kind of cool. You, you know, <laughs> you'll see the bodies all piled up. You'll see like, you know, bodies exploded from, you know, his laser guns and stuff. And can you string them up? Like, remember in the hidden, you could like if you killed somebody, you could grab them and string so. them up to the ceiling. I've not attempted, uh, but I don't think so because it is all third person when you're playing as predator. It's not a first person predator experience. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. So, so predator. Yeah. He, uh, that. As you level him up, you get uh, different weapons, different abilities. Um, like you can unlock his net gun where he just, you know, catches you and you're kind of stuck there. You can get out of it. You just got to jam a button a bunch. And then uh, there's like his club, there's his spear, there's a, a giant sword. There's all these predator weapons. And then uh, with his um, abilities, he can go, he can do his cloaking, go invisible. He can, uh, do his little thermal vision, but the girl disrespectful. You're like, he can do his little, you know, his th- little thermal vision or whatever. <laughs> well, it is. He's cute. He's little thermal. You do your little thing. <laughs> the cool thing is, if you're playing and the players shoot like headshots enough, the mask will just fly off and you'll, you'll have bare face predator. And when you have bare face, there is no thermal vision. It's just and, uh, oh, it's, I thought that's how they saw though. No, it's well, it's through their mask. It's their mask is the computer that runs that. Like it, it goes through their their sleeve. It goes through their helmet. Like all that technology links together. Plus, they're like like they have the right instincts to do tracking and stuff on their own anyway. But the helmet is just the enhancement. So they were 
thermal looking like through these through these helmets but the the crazy thing i didn't even realize was the the three dot lasers that's their helmet too so when the helmet's gone the laser targeting is gone so you you just got to eyeball it if you want to shoot the shoulder cannon and uh what else was there going on you can jump and climb uh like trees and move through them like stupid fast and uh, the funny thing about this game I noticed is they're starting to call everything like pred something like so when you're flying through the trees and doing all this jumping around and stuff they call it pred core like as, instead of parkour and, my god uh, that's hilarious pred core. <laughs> and, uh, you can customize predator like give him different uh, skin tones like make him look like the darker predators you see in some movies make him look like the lighter predators you see in some movies um, does the lighter predators it. have like a polo you can pop no oh, come <laughs> on at um, least could you at least wear the little leather shoes that without socks negative you know no, no lacrosse t-shirt. No. We, we both grew up around Gross Point. We know you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I remember the seeing the kids and, oh khaki shorts yeah. and a polo with the collar pop. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing them with like two or three polos on, so it had like three collars pop. They didn't look ridiculous yeah. at all. It was it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm such I a can't jerk. believe that's our area. Uh used but, to be. Uh, Neither one of us really live around there anymore, thank God. I mean, I'm, I'm in, but I'm not in. I'm near the old people. I'm not near the young people. So I don't <laughs> yeah. get to see that anymore. Thank God for. And when I worked at Starbucks, it was always enjoyable. We, these kids would come in, look dressed like that, and I'd be like, "Yikes, dude! Hey, buddy, how you doing?" And he'd leave, and all the other guys. We were we were in our late or mid mid twenties, I think, at that point, mid to late twenties, and we just looked at each other like, "Oh my God!" And we would just talk crap about him for like days. Like, is that cute? The three Polish. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Predator, he, uh, his customization, dude, it's, it's so crazy. You can, like, put all these different armor paints on and, like, have him looking all, like, super warrior and stuff. Um, you, can change his, warrior. you can change his hair color, his little dreads, but they don't call them dreads. They call them, they don't call them dreadlocks. They call them predlocks. That's <laughs> ridiculous. It's, it's so I'm funny. certain that's not the, what the so director funny. originally intended them to be called. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, but the game was originally, uh, it was, it was made in response to the fact that the developers, they were working on the Friday the 13th game, which has been out for two years now. It's been in development for like four years. Um, they, you know, they were working on the game. They were putting out all these updates. They even added like the classic, like original Nintendo uh, Jason skin where he was all purple and blue looking silly. Um, like, so they, you know, they did their whole, we want to make Friday the 13th, like a fun um, thriller game. And uh, they, they pretty much succeeded until the day came where uh, the people that own the rights to some of the movies were like, fuck off. Like, you know, yeah, those companies made those movies and they own those rights and they were willing to give you those rights for like the first three, four movies, I think. Um, But then everything after the first four movies, they were, it was a different studio entirely and they weren't giving up any of the rights. They were working on like, as silly as it was going to be like Jason X stuff, Jason goes to hell stuff, Jason, it was just going to be a Jason bunch of X. Stuff. Oh my God. In the future um, with, uh, with an Asian space. girl. Yep. In space. Oh and God. She used to be Alexa Doig. D O I G Alexa mm-hmm. Doig. She used to be in all sorts of movies and stuff like it well, sci-fi channel stuff. TV shows, Hercules. No, no, Hercules. I don't know what the hell she was from. She was from, from Jason X, that the lead character in Jason X, that girl was from um, was a sci-fi movie with a guy from a sci-fi television show, Andromeda, Andromeda, mm. and that was actually not a bad show. It was actually not that bad of a show. God, I remember that. Jesus Christ, I haven't thought about that girl in years. Yep. she's like uh, Lucy Lawless and. Uh, Oh God! What's like, that? Uh, Zena? Z- no, Lucy Lawless was the one, and she was the Asian girl. It was in uh, 
all sorts of different movies, and she was in um, shoot, oh god, uh, Charlie's Angels. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she was, there was a couple of there's a couple of actresses from back then that were like huge and like sci-fi channel movies and TV series, and then they would do like one movie and they go, yeah, Lucy Wallace and Xena and. <laughs> other things Xena warrior princess i, I love xena i did i used I to love hercules i thought it was a funny show to watch i used to love those campy ass funny shows it's like goofy cool. but it's fun oh. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know how could you not have fun when it's like the show takes itself serious but you know it's not serious but uh yeah no the the guys you know they had they had all these rights and whatever and they had it all lined up to do all this content for the friday the 13th game and then they just got you know, stonewalled by these studios that didn't want to give up licensing rights. And uh, because of that, the studio was just like, well, nothing to do now, guys. Let's just pack it up, make a new game. And uh, then they approached Sony, and Sony was like, hell yeah, you guys succeeded with Friday the 13th, even though they cut you off. Like, that game was a success. Like, you know, we got the numbers. You guys did great. We're going to, you know, let's just bring you guys on as a Sony exclusive. Uh, developer and then once they had them enlisted they were like so what game do you want to make next and they were like well we always like predator (laughs) and they were like all right cool (laughs) that's awesome you know in the friday the 13th game you don't really get to fight back against jason you can you can like hit him with stuff to like stun him for a second but you can't actually kill jason it's, well, not yeah. a, it, it's not an option. It like, would be horrible if you could, you know, like, like you, you couldn't, you couldn't even do like what they do in the Halloween movies and shoot him in the face and then he disappears and then you never see him again the rest of the movie. You can't do that to Jason. So, um, because that wasn't an option, they were like, well, to make this game different from that, let's make it, you know, like one side is a first person shooter. You're running around with your guns drawn and looking for a, a threat that could be in the trees. He could be on your level invisible. He could be literally right behind you and you wouldn't know it unless you were paying attention. And on the other side, you got this guy running around full speed predator and he's got all this arsenal uh, like on his hands. And, uh, you know, it's just, let's see what happens. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. In our next episode of GI Joe, Duke finds an unexpected ally in the shadows of the arena of sport, while Snake Eyes, Scarlet, and Stalker join with Snowjob in a treacherous search for the radioactive crystals of death. Cobra terrifies the world with the impossible capture of an entire army, and Duke's desperate bid for freedom seems sure to end in disaster. All in Slave of the Cobra Master, the next exciting episode of G.I. Joe. A real American hero. And uh, it's cool. This is really it's just it, madness. It really it sounds crazy. I mean the the hidden source um was a Steam game they put out and you played a guy who was basically was you were an experiment they could mm-hmm cloak himself and turn himself invisible but the process also drove you insane so you slaughtered everybody in the lab and then yeah. the, so the teams after you they right? sent the team after yeah so you you know and it was neat because you would hit certain buttons on the keyboard it would say it would, you'd whisper you'd be like i see you yeah and it wasn't you know, creepy at all or you could laugh and you had like little homemade explosive like grenades and stuff you'd mm-hmm. throw them but you could like kill people and then um hang their bodies up mm-hmm. and then you could do that as much as you wanted. You never ran out of the materials to do it. So you'd right, hang right. somebody up and then smack their body and it would make noise and you would run and hide. And the other people would come and investigate the noise and see the body hanging. Yeah. And mistaken, you got a little bit of health off of dead bodies. If you, you did, you did. Yeah. The more you hit them, the more health you got. Cause it's like, did something with your adrenaline. So you could, you could also just hit the bodies enough. So they exploded. And then like literally, hang the body parts in different spots like a hand here a head there i remember hanging a head in the doorway once and then smacking <laughs> it like a pinata and running you know and then sitting there watching and the bottom of the head was like doo, 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 oh doo, 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 and it was smacking a, a vent and making a ton of noise and everybody came running and they're like what the hell oh, oh. 
But the best part about that game was when there was one person left. That's always the best. And we had to make a rule when we played because we could talk and, you know, hear each other, you know, to make a rule where, okay, you cannot tell people where he's at. And this is before right, right. cell phones became really, really popular. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not before that, but, you know, before it was more common for people to text. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Like uh, it cost to text. Yeah, back people then. had so, minutes and people had limits. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text my buddy Maximus and tell him, you know. But uh, yeah, it was great. And the best was like my buddy, uh, Denny, who I still talk to from time to time. We played in the Ninth Infantry uh, clan together for years, uh, mm-hmm. bat- like Battlefield 1942 and stuff like that. And that guy, <laughs> like when he was the last person, he would freak out. Mm-hmm. And this guy never smoked weed and never drank. So he was really high strung. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I know you're out there. Tell me where you are. I'm like, no, I'm not telling you where you are. Tell me where you are. I'm like, no, I'm not telling you where I am. <laughs> but I can see you right now. I was like, ah. He started turning around and spraying and shooting <laughs> in every direction. And it was awesome because eventually, if I knew if I teased him enough, he'd run out of ammo. And he would just have like, like a knife. And he'd be like, right. Ah. And you, you just don't win with that knife. There's no way. <laughs> he, could, he would commit suicide a lot. He would just mm-hmm. jump. He would just jump off building tops and stuff like that or, you know. It was pretty funny, actually. There was one board that had a fan blade spinning. Uh, and if you were in a vent system, if you get too close to it, it would just pff, would chop you up. And he would just go right there every time. He'd be like, oh, that's it. I'm not, no. <laughs> He'd be like, Danny, come on. You might get me. Here's a chance you could find, oh, look. Oh, I tripped. Oh. He'd be like, no, no. This is it. Ah. He would just jump into the fan, you know. <laughs> oh but that game was fun, and that's what this game sounds like. It's, it sounds like a lot it's of that. very similar. Um, is it fun, though? I mean, do you get a lot of laughs doing stuff, do, weird stuff? You do. Um, the laughs are more just from the element of surprise you get when Predator shows up or when you're playing Predator and the element of surprise. Like, you keep saying that, and I just keep thinking of Chris Hansen. Yes, <laughs> like have yes. Seen? Would you like to have okay, a, would you like to have a seat? Have a seat. Yes. It's just some, you come yes. through Who a, are you here to see? You come through a oh. forest clearing. It's Hanson standing there. He's got a plate of cookies and a, and a chair, like a folding chair. He's like, would you like to have a seat? You're here to meet a young girl. You'd like to have a seat. Let's who, talk who about Who are you her. here to see? Carl Weathers? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> no, but uh, it's, it's an interesting game, to say the least. And, like, it's funny because you can, if you kill the predator, like, which you can do, um, if you if you kill him, the mercenaries know that his body is valuable, so they'll come in and try to like damage his body to prevent you from getting the full value of his corpse because every little piece of him is worth something. That's so, like, messed up. They'll come in and just try to shoot the shit out of his. Body. Oh my god! So, so like, like if you win, <laughs> you, if you still win, have to fight them. You still have to fight them as they try to ruin your victory. And uh, funny, funny thing is, Predator also has a self detonate, where like if if he screws up and dies, you got about fifteen seconds to defuse the bomb within him, and uh, it's all on his wrist thing. So you got to get to him asap, and you got to decipher Predator language. Uh, I forget what their like actual uh, species is, but their language is. Uh, code you got to decipher it to to his bomb code and then if you fail it he just blows up if you succeed you get to keep his body and uh take it back to the chopper and um that's the main method of winning as people as predators just kill everybody but uh but people can be respawned i think there's a stipulation to it though i haven't been respawned yet uh but yeah, there's there's stipulations to certain things, but yeah, no, it's it's really fun though. The predators were called Yatuja, I think, or Yaju. You can never think of the name or the hell's the name of it. Predator Yauja. 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 There um there's a bunch of different theories going on right now that the um the predators were created by the engineers and they became so yes. crazy strong and powerful and technologically advanced that the engineers and the predators have actually been fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just read something recently about uh, uh, Ridley Scott talking about the engineers and Prometheus and all that. And he was talking about how um, like the engineers, 
the generally going theory was that the engineers that were left were leftovers. The rest of the engineers, the engineers realized their race was going through like a transformation into pure energy and just ascending to a different form of life. So the ones you have left are hundreds of thousands of years old. The, the engineers live a hundred thousand years. Mm-hmm. So the ones you have left are like either like kind of like, uh, uh, the skin jobs from Blade Runner, you know, mm-hmm. like they're grown and left for a specific tasks and programmed to do specific right. things, or they're just engineers that have not ascended yet because they have a job to do first, or they're left to take over, you know, hold, or they just weren't able to do it. Right, right. So it's really kind of yeah, especially cool. in uh, especially in um, Covenant, you could tell that there was something different from the people that. Uh, David killed with like his little bio weapon drop that he did on their civilization. You could tell there was a difference from those people and the engineers you do see in the beginning of Prometheus. Like, yeah. They were that, like different species that, altogether. That race was like, it was similar, but it wasn't the same. And uh, just begs the question, like did David think that they were the same just cause he didn't know their genetic makeup and he just saw that they were a bunch of pale dudes sitting in a field. Like <laughs> I in mean, a field of, Yay, they're back. <laughs> yeah. oh, ah, ah. And then they get like turned into stone and that like, was pretty melting. funny. That was, was pretty crazy. Well, the, you know, the, the thing with the, um, the engineers like the, in the very beginning of Prometheus received that engineer drink that liquid that's, yeah. and Ridley Scott came out and said this, that's the blood of the first deacon is what they call it. Or the first God or it's yeah. basically, it's this God that they worship because the engineers mm. can't procreate anymore, but yeah. the blood of that thing allows them to procreate. Mm. It's really weird stuff. Which is funny because it's almost like a, a mockery of Christianity's ideas of like how things came about. Like, you know, because like his body falls apart and he flows through the like the rivers below and whatever. And and that's supposedly the creation of life at play. And, you know, there's all this stuff going on where clearly the God figures aren't good in every way. Like they have they have a weird uh, experimental side to them. That's like mad scientist like and it's so funny because the whole series is like you know Waylon yutani is just really a bunch of mad scientists that are like pushing for the future too fast and i i just think it's a funny thing that ridley scott decided to do because it makes it like you're comparing Waylon yutani as a company to the engineers themselves even though they're so vastly different on like what they're capable of, like Waylon Yutani is just like, let's send people to space and you know, maybe we'll find some stuff. And then the engineers are just like, well, we're God. So people out there and feed them weird black liquids. And- <laughs> black liquids. There's a, there's a guy watching YouTube. Uh, remember I we used to listen to him when we drove back when I, we worked together in the truck. It was uh Croft talks about movies and talks about mm-hmm. things, but he talks about um, how like, like predators and terminators are in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Ridley Scott came out and said that um, he like recently came out and confirmed the uh, engineer's origins in this documentary. Uh, Ridley Scott did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. Like it's, it's Croft K R O F T talks about, which talks about movies, KROFT. So definitely, I mean, he's got 81,000 subscribers, subscribers. The guy's really good. And he puts out stuff uh, relatively often, mm-hmm. but like, uh, he put one out, you know, not too long ago. It's already got like three and a half million views. The video, I mean, he's, he's good at what he does, right? But he's, it's stuff like that. It's like, uh, there's another series with film, movies explain film comics movies explain which kind of goes through stuff too but croft really goes in for the the engineers and the prometheus timeline and stuff like and he goes he digs deep and it's really kind of cool because he goes through the scripts and he, he talks about how the original shooting script had different views and different ideas of what the predators were or not the predators what the engineers were and stuff mm-hmm. but uh it's cool that really like like they acknowledge that there's the same universe like that's yeah, I always like when these universes merge. I've honestly like they might be goofy movies, but I love the uh, Alien versus Predator stuff. Oh yeah, oh my I, God, I such love, good popcorn movies. It, it really so is. Good. Like the first one when they went to uh, 
was that like Antarctica or whatever? And the alien queen was like stored under, under ice for like thousands of years. And then the predator shows up like, you know, you ain't going to bring this thing out. Like, and the people didn't realize that like the predator was actually trying to save the world. Cause it knew that the alien queen was like something you don't fuck with. Like it was just an interesting movie. And it has my favorite face hugger scene of any alien movie ever where it shows it like jump out slow-mo. It's like, ah! and like grabs the dude by the face. <laughs> it was pretty good. I like the uh, pyramid with all the hidden rooms and stuff like that. And it's like, That's they accidentally cool activate it. Yeah. The traps, the booby traps and the different types of predators too. You had the predator with the, uh, like the more the throwing stars, the predator with the spear, mm-hmm. you know, it was pretty sweet. I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, they have done nothing but evolve that like them two characters for so long. I wouldn't be shocked if this turns into another alien versus predator game. This, this current one, because if they could do a predator game and have it successfully be like, you know, something player versus player and everybody's like having fun with it, you could eventually have it be to a point where it would be, you'd be able to do like one predator versus four aliens for predators versus one alien queen or something and you'd be able to pull it off like be some really cool dlc you know mm-hmm. some downloadable content you'd be like okay well you know okay this thing where you now instead of humans you can be pre- you can be aliens and you're just just fight just go right. for it you know right. and you could see so you could all hunt the uh, mercenaries you could even have you know alien versus predator versus people and have all like all three of them elements in one world and it'd just be chaos. They did that they did that once for the was it the N sixty four or the PS one, I think. Mm-hmm. Some of it was PS one or PS maybe it was PS two. But it was like yeah, it was like aliens, colonial marines and uh predators and you just, just go at it. And it was like a first person type of thing, first person shooter, but it was like you know, those three races or whatever. It's kinda cool. I think it was if I recall correctly though, like the aliens I think the predators were overpowered or something and made it kind of not fun. I forget what it was. I don't know. I just read, read about the game and I saw it, like pictures of it, but I never played it. Yeah, so far it seems uh, pretty balanced. Uh, this game, like Predator seems, if you're going against a good team, Predator is easily killed. But if you're playing smart as Predator, there's not much they can do to stop you. Like, I mean, playing against people, they had to balance it somehow. His stuff isn't as effective against regular people as it is against the AI. They didn't want you to be able to just show up and insta-kill somebody and then have them be like, oh, well, how the hell was I supposed to do anything in that situation? So it takes about, I want to say, four hits of his like basic like gauntlet blade um, to kill somebody. Uh, his gun is like two or three hits. Um I haven't unlocked much as far as like his uh, sword, spear, his club, all that stuff. I haven't unlocked much of that yet because it's it takes a lot. Uh, but it's, I mean, there's a lot there for a predator to work with, and just having the tactical advantage of all time, like you know, it helps the the regular people. They always got to be on their toes. Like sometimes they like to rush around and like try to like hurry up, get to this objective. And that's kind of when you can catch some of them off guard. Cause like three of them will be ahead. And then the fourth one will be like behind like a train car or something. And you just jump behind and just, Wah! and he's just like, Oh my God. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and because it's all, you know, headsets and audio. I mean, yeah. you know, if somebody's listening, they're hearing him scream. They're like, Oh crap. Right. Do they, do they cut it? Like, like if he dies, do they cut his mic? Hmm. If you're doing game chat, yes, like because you because you can either do cool. it through the game chat or you can do it through the uh, like a a party system, like similar to like what we're doing right now. Um, but it's just depends because if they're playing like in a party, like they're gonna be able to talk to each other regardless. He could be like, "Oh, he's right behind you. Oh, he's over there," and people are gonna do that no matter what. Um, that's why I'm waiting for some of my friends to jump on it because the second they jump on it. Like I'm trying to have a five man game where everybody knows everybody. We can all be in the same party and one of us is going to be the predator. That's a lot. And of just fun. let the That's game a ton decide. Of fun. Yeah. Like just let the game decide who's predator. And then we don't got to say nothing like <laughs> the hidden yeah. source. I think you got to pick if you were going to be 
um, the hidden or not. So we always had to like tell people like, oh, he took his that's, turn. You take your turn. That's something interesting this game does. Um, when you're on the main menu and you go to look for just a quick play, like jump in and play match, um, you're given three options. It's either the I don't care option where you're probably going to end up playing as the Marines. Uh, the play as the Marines option or the play as predator option. And all three of those options, they tell you the queue time that you're going to be waiting to join a game if you want to play that way. So if you want to play as a, a Marine, it's going to take you average like 20 seconds, 40 seconds, somewhere between there. Um, but if you want to play as a Predator, because the demand is so high to play as Predator, the game's new and people love Predator, it's like five minutes wait time. And oh, like, that's so horrible. You, so you just got to sit there and it's like, might as well get a drink or something. Just just wait it out. Or you can do what I'm waiting on doing. Get some friends together. And uh, you can just you know go in together all at once. And uh, it'll throw you all together. But. So you're waiting for Pete to get it, is what you're saying? You're gonna get, you're Pete no, <laughs> no, no. Although he'd probably love the music of it. The music's all 80s out, but... Oh my God, I love it. What shirt are you wearing right now? I keep looking at that shirt. Is it the one that you used to wear to work? I don't know. I don't remember if I wore it to work. I had an no, extra body, body. For, for beginners and the kids like leaving his body in his sleep. <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure one. I saw a meme the other day, a choose your own adventure was like a, a fake book and it was just like, don't bother, you die, you know, you always die in the end anyway. And it's like fifty different ways to die, one way to live. <laughs> I love those kind of books, man. Those used to be my favorite when I was a kid. I used to love those too. We I had quite a few of them. The thing is that, you know, after you read them so many times, you're like, I literally know every ending, so I know exactly right. what choice to make. Right. You know. Oh yeah. yeah, and that's kind of the thing. It's like you you get to a point where it's like I'm gonna cheat. I'm not gonna do this like all the way through over again. I'm just gonna hold my finger at this page, flip through to that one, and then let me go back to this page because I know that I just died. Like, let me go forward now. All right, cool. And I mean, like, it's like why why wouldn't you? You have the book in your hands. Who's gonna be like, hey, you don't do that? <laughs> like. Yeah, slap it out of your hand. Like, no, no, no! You chose this adventure. <laughs> like, oh my choose God. your destiny. Whoa, sorry, Dad. <laughs> I hate reading. I hate reading. <laughs> no, but I thought that was. It. I thought it was kind of fun. We I, we were talking about. It. I thought that'd be kind of a fun uh, kind of topic to talk about because you know we don't talk about games quite as much as we used to. And I was like, yes, it might be kind of worth it. Be kind of yeah, fun. I mean, it's a. I mean, graphically beautiful like the most fun things come when you get to do like special uh kills on people to collect their spines and stuff Ooh, not a common thing but like when that. it happens it's like the most epic little cutscene <laughs> you get and it's just like and it's like the, the whole spine comes out it's like jesus christ i love that yeah. that's fantastic but it's awesome yeah i would say if you guys haven't played um hidden source i think it's probably still available it's probably yeah, yeah, it's, it's free. It's on Steam. Yeah, it's free it's on Steam. Free. Go play it. People still play yeah. it. It's a fun game. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've, I mean, definitely, obviously, go play this. I mean, this game sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want to say it's forty bucks base. That's yeah. not bad at Which all. Which is not it's bad really for a cheap. brand new game. Most, yeah, most new games are sixty bucks. You can pay sixty bucks if you want, and they'll give you. Um, there's like, all right, it's, this word always freaks people out, but there's loot crates in the game. Um, but it's not pay your own money to get them while you're playing the game. You you just earn currency by playing and actually like leveling up and stuff. But uh, the, if you drop an extra twenty bucks, pay that full sixty, it'll give you five free crates to start. Uh, you get a PlayStation skin for Predator. You get uh, PlayStation camos for your weapons as <laughs> Marines. Hey, well. And uh, you get 48 hours of double XP. So it's, I mean, if you, if you care about that stuff, I mean. But double it's, XP uh, sounds fantastic. Yeah, I've been playing EverQuest. Hours, that's pretty awesome. I've been playing EverQuest on the, uh, there's a couple of different servers, but the blue server that they have is, everything's kind of relaxed. It's mm-hmm. They released uh, the Ruins of Kunark. So like it's, they get rid of some of the penalties, but the green server I've been playing on is brand new relatively and uh they still have 
some of the original they when the games first came out they had a penalty for some of the characters so the uh like i have a bard that i've been playing but he has a 40 percent exp penalty mm-hmm. so you you get 40 percent less experience you know well then you get the same amount of points but it takes 40 percent more for you to go to the next level mm-hmm. it's ridiculous so i quit playing him i've been playing a shaman on it lately and it's i like my shamans they're fun they're all barbarian you could be barbarian troll or uh ogre Mm-hmm. And the barbarian shamans are just hilarious. They're big, they've got tattoos all over their faces, and they, they drink a lot. They've got like you know, they just they, they start off shirtless with a kilt and a big like mallet. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But um, the the idea of getting double exp for like forty eight hours, it's pretty sweet. But you, you'd have to be able to you want to you'd want to make sure you do it on like a weekend when you have time to play. You know? Right, you want it to be as efficient as possible, where like you could do. Um, like, oh, I'm going to be playing this game for probably a whole work shift because I'm on quarantine. I ain't got no reason to do anything else. I'm just going to make sure I got food and bathroom breaks in the middle. I'm going to be playing for eight hours. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, what else was I going to do? Quarantine is quarantine has screwed me over. So, you know. Oh, speaking of, I just got an unemployment check today. Finally. Took way too long. But, you know, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, we... uh uh, we've been playing. We've been playing games a little bit. We play like old. I mean, obviously, I play EverQuest. EverQuest, and uh, Kelly's been playing uh, Monokamea. Monokamea. It's an old place PS2 game. It's like a. Mm-hmm. It's just a silly little game to play, but it's uh, it's 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 fun because it's not like super fast paced. Where you're like, okay, die. I'm gonna die right now. Okay, I go in this room. I'm gonna die. But it still know, takes. Like I just did um, on PlayStation. A uh, just like three weeks ago, they just dropped. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake, where you play it's I'm not sure how many games in that is for cloud, but it's like one of the best games of the Final Fantasy series. Oh yeah, right? Final Fantasy VII was fantastic. It's but the only it's the only other one I played besides one. But they <laughs> uh, they remade it top down completely, brand new graphics. They slightly tweaked the story um, so that people weren't fully expecting on what was going to happen. Um, Sephiroth, so there's some Sephiroth slash fit going on there at the end? Sephiroth definitely happens at the end. That is the final battle. Um, but certain events around him are slightly altered so that like you can still be shocked as a fan and be like, whoa, like, you know, that those, those key moments are changed a little bit, but um, but basically what they did was it's, it's awesome how they did it. They, uh, they have it. So, um, you have, uh, two ways of playing. You can either play the new final fantasy way where it's like, a uh, an action RPG where like you, you're, everything is in real time. You're running around, you're fighting, you're blocking, you're dodging all in real time. It's not a turn-based thing, or you can play the classic way where you do turn-based moves and go through the whole thing. But no matter what, the graphics are phenomenal. And that's uh, something else. My, my best friend just beat it. Uh, Is the, uh, this, they still have like the emerald weapon, the ruby weapon. They have those things in the game still, you think? Fairly certain they still exist. Fairly certain those super bosses were so freaking hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're optional bosses, too. Like, you don't have to fight them. But, I mean, yep. oh, my God. Like, I mean... Uh, from what I recall, you can only like the, the Ruby weapons kind of invisible. So you can kind of only initiate the battle by chance half mm-hmm. the time. Um, it's pretty crazy. Like it, it can eject some of your party members from the battle. That's ridiculous. So as you're fighting it, like all of a sudden, pfft, you guys is gone. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if that was still there. Uh, they do like to punish their players a little bit. <laughs> so, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I just remember like the, it took forever to beat that thing. I died so much. I was like, "How is it? How many hit points does this thing have?" You know, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But yeah, we should wrap it up a little bit. I thought it was kind of fun. Took a little predator. Just a, predator just a quick little, little pred, predcast. Predcast. A little predcast. <laughs> well, now that we can do this more often, a little bit easier. We can do you know more than once every couple of weeks. It like, kind of works out good. And, yeah, yeah. Knock them out. I like it. It's, like, it's been a long time since we were able to frequently podcast. So this is true. You know, we had we had like a month to try this out before, but we kind of dragged our feet. Yeah, you like I mean, this? I was just, in a, I was just yeah. in a panic. Yeah, dude. I mean, 
Oh, God. Steve, Steve oh, looking God. clean. I know. This is the way I used to look when my wife and I were dating. It's a lot better, though. With the glasses, I look a bit like an old Moby. I I yeah, like I, f- I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. That's not cool, man. It's <laughs> not cool. This makes me want to drink more. <laughs> I've been drinking that Dalhouse uh, Game of Thrones scotch. Mm-hmm. Lately, the House Stark, and it's really good. Like, it's really smooth. It's too smooth. <laughs> too smooth. It's like Vox Vodka. Oh, yeah. Like, Vox Vodka is like water. Like, you drink it, you're like, this is really good stuff. And, like, a half hour later, you're like, I, I love you. Just I love you so much, my baby friend. My man's gone. <laughs> He's gone. What's wrong with What is he doing? <laughs> I mean, the last time I drank Vox Vodka, I put a keg up on my shoulders. I was like, yeah, big straw. And then, like, the next day, I'm like, oh, my God, my. My shoulder hurts so bad. They're like, you put a keg on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, oh, that would explain the poopy in the pants. That's what a bad man. That was bad. That was, that was, I was in my 20s. Okay, that's a lot different. I'm 43 mad now. Man. That's not happening right now. You know, that was that's funny. funny. Good times. But anyway, we'll catch you guys next uh, week. Hopefully, we'll talk about something a little different. Maybe some ColecoVision. No, I'm just looking at the games right now. It's the only reason I'm thinking about I'm looking at Beam Rider, Smurfs, Burger Time, Donkey Kong, That's Space awesome. Fury, Rock and Rope. Good Lord, Popeye. Popeye. Those games were so horrible. <laughs> so, we'll catch you on the flip side. Yep. Peace. Peace.